0: Welcome to Mixed Company, bringing the siloed and uncomfortable conversation we have with our friends to the forefront, so everyone can participate in the conversation.
1: We say all the things you never would in Mixed Company. Welcome to Mixed Company.
0: All right, hey guys, welcome back to Mixed Company. Um, Just so you know, it's the day before a snowstorm, so we (laughs) have a robust conversation, (laughs) but we are definitely trying to make sure that we are not... About to get stuck in this uh, fake snowpocalypse. Okay,
1: oh, yeah. well, did it start already?
0: No. No, they said like 1 a.m. It's like 8 o'clock now, so we got some time, but I'm um, looking forward to diving into the conversation. How was your weekend, Sam?
1: I feel like I was with you most of the weekend. You were
0: <laughs> best friends. We I was were. So ratchet. We definitely had a ratchet weekend. It was just, you know what it was? It was just one of those, like, I think everybody, what did I call it the last time? An advertising uh, retrograde. retrograde, Like, everybody's just been real stressed out at work. So we just needed to, like, go out, let loose, start trouble, drink a lot, go home, wonder why we acting like we don't got no sense, and come to work on Monday.
1: Word. So that was fun. It definitely happened. It did. And I enjoyed every second of
0: it. Thank you, friend. Listen, I be trying to plan people's experience th- experiences. If this can, advertising, if this advertising don't work out, I'm about to show people how to live their lives luxuriously. <laughs> that is the tagline: live your life luxuriously. <clears throat> <laughs> um, just so you guys know, Karina's gonna be joining us in a few. It's one of those good old late nights in the advertising world. So, as soon as she gets here, um, she will join and she will be a part of the conversation. Word. In the meantime, we can go get, go ahead and get started with some dope shit. Right. Ch- 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 dope shit. Ch- 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 I'm just kidding. No, you're not. I wasn't. Uh. I really want to box one day. I'ma learn. Hey. Uh, I can
1: jump in. Okay. So, uh, my dope ish is the PBS documentary series that's happening right now, which is um Africa's Great Civilizations. Mm. That's, uh being, uh, I guess it's hosted by um, Henry Louis Gates. Mm-hmm. The there, yeah. So yep, um, yeah. So it's dope. I've been um, binging on that before I go to bed every night. Um, if you've ever seen Hidden Colors, uh, with it can't
0: possibly be like Hidden Colors.
1: So here's the th- here's the thing. They basically hit on the same subject and topics, but if you don't want. Um, the radicalness of what's that dude's
0: name? I don't even know his name, but Tahrir. he be saying some stuff. Uh, <laughs> why, why, why on, guess when we can, <laughs> you keep talking, <laughs> I'm going to find his name.
1: Uh, Tariq Nasheed. Okay. So if you don't want the radicalness of Tariq Nasheed and you want to learn about like um, basically the beginning of civilization, because it all started in Africa, it's definitely something you want to check out. Um, and that dude, I mean, like, I just, I like the, I like his style of um,
0: storytelling. D&T, yeah, storytelling. So. Henry Louis Gates. Yeah, he does a good job. I watched, obviously, but I watched a lot of the uh, Black in Latin America series yeah, that he that did. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I have some questions about some of the things that he sh- he sh- he has shown, but I think the fact that he is telling the stories that he is telling from a perspective of um, like educated authority, like I mean, I could I could rock with that. It's it's a little bit more fun than just learning about slavery because as we talk about Black History, yeah. didn't just start with slavery. Um, and he wants to let you know that Black people cover all of the corners of the world, and we've been here, and we will be here, and you know, forever, forever.
1: You gotta say, say it in there, huh?
0: Forever <laughs> in my in my Cardi B voice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's why I need to meet Cardi B one day. Um, anyway, so that was good, Sim. I guess I'll be watching that during the snow day. Oh, I'm so sure right. maybe after, like, the second bottle of wine.
1: I, I appreciate that. I'm sure you're able to get drunk during the snow day. I'm, I'm I don't know
0: how you them. tolerate being in the house on I'm a snow day without several bottles of wine, Yo, snacks. i actually working. I mean, I'll be working, too. Probably just in the kitchen. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, so my dope shit actually comes from cranesnewyork.com. Um they actually gave a nice little shout out to David Sable who is over at um who actually heads up uh YNR as the global CEO. David Sable wrote an op-ed about um a program that I'm actually going to be partnering with this summer for internships in New York City called Ladders for Leaders, and essentially the headline is, Give a City Kid an Internship, You Might End Up with a CEO. And he goes on through the article discussing his experiences coming into the industry as an intern and being groomed upward, if you will, to uh, the ranks of a CEO. Um, My... My appreciation for internships and getting young people into industry early is that I also believe that if you give people the opportunity to be exposed to worlds where traditionally they may not necessarily be uh, accepted, that, that they or we, just like I have, Will find a way to make a place for yourself, especially if you find a knack for it. Everybody's not an athlete. Everybody's not a singer. Some of us are actually just really good at running organizations, and that's not something that you know how to do until you're given the opportunity. So programs like Ladders for Leaders, um, programs like Ladders for Leaders gives opportunities for internship experiences to high school and college-age students. Um, So essentially, they can if they know what it is they want to do with their life, they can take advantage of it and get a head start on it now. If they're not sure, they can kind of get their feet wet and figure out, you know, where their strengths are. Um, obviously, this being an inner-city program, um, it's also helpful because it gives you, you know, people that need a way out, it gives you a way out. People that don't necessarily have money to go to, um to go to the best to the best top business schools, or to get into trainee programs, like this is your opportunity to do so uh with an organization that is funded. One of the things that David Sable says in this article, which kind of struck home for me is that he says we need to be ambassadors to the young uh We need the energy and enthusiasm we need their energy and enthusiasm to attract them to business career. Careers. We need their diversity and youth to help us understand our customers and future customers. I think that's so insightful, and it's and and honestly, I think a lot of people lose sight of that. Having an intern is not just coffee, although I'm sure more than just more people than just myself have been coffee runners in the past. But it really is about um, maybe symbiosis. Maybe that's not a word, but it. There is an equal give and take that comes from a relationship between intern and organization. That is an opportunity for businesses, individuals, top-level executives, and entry-level and, uh, entry, entry level individuals to essentially see what the, the market is going to look like or get a, a handle or a taste of what the market is going to look like in the next five to ten years because... These kids that are coming in as interns are going to literally be in your situation in the next 5, 10, 15 years. Um, as well as giving them the opportunity to want to work with people like you, who want to be mentored by people like you. And also, eventually, you know, if their experience is great, they're able to decide they too want to mentor other people down the line when they reach a certain level. So, shout out to David Sable over at YNR for sharing his experience um, as, as from intern to CEO. Shout out to everybody that actually does uh, um, invest in their interns and their internship programs. And the diversity piece of it is key also. like It's not just about, it's not just about putting your next-door neighbor's son into a position where he can get a couple dollars in the summer. It's about giving more people access and opportunity. So that's exciting.
1: No, I think it's definitely, like, he hit on uh, a few good points. But I think just the general tone of it is to, I felt like it was reminding people that you're not just, like, dealing with interns. Like, because when you talk about an intern, like, the, it, it doesn't have, like, a face. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's an intern. But, like, you're actually grooming somebody who is basically going to be the next leader and how you... It's kind of like with kids, like mm-hmm. how you raise your kids is how they turn out. So like people who typically have good managers tend turn into good managers, and people who have shitty managers turn into shitty managers, which is uh, epidemic in <laughs> advertising. Like there are just a lot of people who are shitty managers because they've had shitty managers and nobody right, been there no one's taught you, them. yeah,
0: yeah. So this is this is great. Um, I've had a couple of letters for. Ladders for leaders, interns in the past. I'm looking forward to hosting them again um, this year here at Space 150. And if anyone else is interested in learning more about the program or sourcing their interns, whether it be high school or college age, from that program, you can always shoot us uh, an email at askmixedcompanygmail.com. At or hit us up on the Instagram and the and the and the Twitter, as my parents would say, <laughs> at Ask Mixed Company. Um, so yeah. Dude. All right. So it's March, very special month. Obviously, we're just coming off the tails of Black History Month, um, where we for twenty eight days. <laughs> Celebrated, celebrated blackness and and all of the beauty and and, and intelligence that comes along with it. Um, and right after Black History Month comes Women's Month. This month, I think we've done we, as a nation, a lot of people, including myself. Um, I think we've done a lot more PR, if you will, for Women's History Month or National National Women's Month. Uh, we recently had the international women 's March um, where women literally across the world joined in solidarity, wearing red um, refraining from paid and unpaid work, as well as took to the streets and marched for um, many different platforms that are are important um, to women to women 's rights to women 's health and to women 's um, just overall quality of life in general. So with that being said, I think there's a positive aspect to the conversation that we can actually take part in, and that's how do we as women, as well as how do our gender counterparts of men, how can we be better partners for each other in the workplace? I think we talk a lot about, and Simeon, I think you also talk about it a lot
1: also, what do I talk about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we talk a lot about like the things that we wish, the things that we don't like about working with the other gender. But I also think that there is something to be said for the partnership and oftentimes a mentorship that is exchanged between men and women. So today, I kind of want to talk about ways we feel that we can support each other better that we can use the other to make ourselves better in the workplace so that we can form stronger bonds especially as we um especially as we champion for diversity that also means that we need to we need to be able to work more closely together uh individually and and communitively
1: I mean most of most definitely because we're not going backwards we're only going forward so um and we haven't really co- corrected the problems that were we, like we haven't yeah we haven't really corrected the problems that were plaguing our industry, and to move forward, I think that is crucial and it's not just uh, I think a lot of it is it's there's a lot to it, and we haven't really cracked all of it that needs to be cracked, and a lot of it has to deal with men and the way that men think um I'm guilty of it. I know a lot of other dudes guilty of it. Um, so I think that's part of what needs to be adjusted are moving forward. And our friend Karina just walked in.
0: Hi, Karina. Hi, everyone. Why are you whispering? You know we need to hear you.
2: Hi, everybody. I'm holding it close.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like the louder you get, the further you move away from the mic. You'd you be scared a- to be I gotta heard. I got
2: to warm up to the mic.
0: No, you don't. Yes, I do. It's not going to bite you, girl. It's just
2: like mm.
1: That's what she one. said.
2: Ooh.
0: That's what she wishes she said. <laughs> Listen. Be a
2: men women relationship.
0: I think yeah. So I think that's I think that's fair, but I also I also want to throw this out there. Cuz what I actually hear you speak about more is that fear of stepping on a woman's toes and and, and in your effort to be conscious of how you treat women equally or balanced right, so Definitely. it's not I don't i i I think there's a give and take there. I think that as better partners, we can understand what the difference between being criticized because of your physical characteristics and just being held accountable right so excuse me, Cheryl Sandberg talks a lot about leaning in, but when you lean in, you have to be ready to take. As far as I'm concerned, you need to be ready to take a lashing here and there. You need to get you need to be ready to get checked on your chin every now and again because you're, we're not always right. right. And anybody that thinks they're always right, then, then you may not necessarily be made for this business. You're
2: already
0: wrong. People. So, right. So as partners, I think it's important for us each on both sides to hold each other accountable as well as understanding, like, where there's an opportunity to help give a leg up, whether it is to – More as a woman to other men, young men coming up in the industry or young men of color coming up in the industry or as a man looking to help make your female counterparts heard more frequently, more loudly, more assertively and also holding them to the same standards as you you would hold your other male counterparts, you know?
2: I mean, I know I just literally walked in, but... So you... Is it... Okay. Is it... This is for you. Is it because, why are, what's, what's, are you, do you feel like you're walking on eggshells? Or what is it? Like dependent on the woman's personality. So let's say, I'm gonna go from a spectrum of someone who's, uh, who's very assertive mm-hmm. to someone who's more passive aggressive. Do you find yourself not being more careful what you say to them based on their response? Or what you perceive what their response will be?
1: So this, I'm going to answer this maybe in like two parts. Um, So the episode that we had Nisha on, um, we, I think I mentioned that, um, you know, I know Nisha. And I know Kai and I know a lot of other women who I consider strong and Pretty much have dominant personalities, right? You
0: can that's fine. <laughs> I'm aggressive. So, aggressive. I can right. be relatively aggressive.
1: So, when um these are the people who I associate myself with on a regular basis, I can get into a debate with Kai, I can say you're wrong, and we can get into a debate and she may be right, I may be right, and we'll come to <laughs> No You conclusion. made me wrong
2: Stop.
1: no no he's right, right. I, so so we 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 can have a spirited debate, and I know that cry is not is not gonna go home and cry, so well, maybe not over me, right, <laughs> so we like we, you'll
0: never know right. if I cried about this, you just just it's not your business, right. so <laughs> these to, tears are to, my business,
1: to that point in in that room that day, um I believe like. Nisha kind of checked me and was like, well, you can't put that um, that persona on women and say, well, we're strong and you know, we don't cry, blah, 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 right? So, when I say walking on eggshells, dealing with women who are not as aggressive or who I don't see as...
0: Or assertive. As,
1: as assertive, um, probably the better term. Um, if I don't see you as that, then yeah, I'm walking on eggshells around you because I don't think that you can handle it. (laughs) And you, you haven't, you haven't shown me, you haven't shown me that you, that you can handle it. Um, I think the, the issue that I've been dealing with a lot, um, is so the, the opportunity, like that's a key word, right? So it's the leaning in requires opportunity. And so a lot of times, uh, being partnered with women, um, I've seen the opportunity be dropped, <laughs> uh, and it's not—it's not like for all, but that's just that's just kind of been my experience. Where you know, I kind of take a step back because part of part of what part of what's happening with the lean-in, right, and this goes to what God said, which is, you lean in, you need to expect—you need to expect to what comes with it. Mm-hmm the responsibility that comes with it, Mm -hmm. the consequences that come with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so me trying to be conscious of that, I I try to take a a step back, and I feel like it's it's been biting me in the ass. So knowing that it's been biting me in the ass and then not feeling like these are the type of women who can take the criticism the way that it should be taken, it makes me walk on that shelf.
0: So I think, so, yeah, and I, I... I know Karina said earlier that's fair, but I think that that's unfair that that is a fair... You know what I'm saying? That's no, that's unfair that that's a fair assumption because I think there are three parts to the conversation about partnership in business and organization between men and women. There is the conversation about gender balance, which is more of a quantitative conversation. There's gender inclusion which is which should be about the the execution of this qual- quantitative uh yeah the execution of the of the quantitative conversation and then there's gender equity right and i think the equity is the value that we're placing on men and men and women and, and something that you've said a couple times is like i don't think you can take it right mm-hmm. um but you don't think they could take it because they're not coming across as assertive or even as aggressive as other women that you've been around. Um, I think, A, I think that's a good place for us to start this conversation, right? My idea of feminism and womanism goes both ways. If you as a man feel like there's something you can't say to me and the only reason you can't say it to me is because I'm a woman. I feel like that's unfair.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's unequal. If I as a woman feel like you shouldn't say anything that's going to hurt my feelings because as a woman, you should just let me do what I need to do because I already have a, a, an unfair disadvantage or because I don't like my feelings hurt or because I don't like confrontation, that is just as unequal to me. Like, that is also not a feminism. That is also not a womanism. That is also not talking about equality. I think the main thing that we should focus on as partners in the workplace is how do we help each other succeed? If not only for the business case of success, whether it is revenue or whether it is Creative, um creative opportunity or what else, whatever else it is that you're doing, we have to be able to look at each other and want each other to win and their excuse me and help each other to win despite despite body parts, despite right. gender identity um, I think was it you sim or somebody Somebody made a comment to me a while ago about a coworker that was pissing them off, and the comment was. This is how I feel. I feel like this person is fucking up, but I don't want to bring it to their attention because I don't want to come across as fair. And my question was, well, how would you bring it? How would you bring this conversation to a person that is actually your gender? How would you talk about this to a man? Yeah, you you would you. say <laughs> it was you. Yeah. So you would say, bro, you fucking up you should, with your, with your comrades, with your coworkers, you should be able to have a transparent discussion about how to be better without worrying about stepping on toes. The same way, like, the conversation about women being bossy versus being bosses, I should be able to say to a, teen, to a room full of men, this is not good enough without them feeling like I am attacking them. Because at the end of the day what is important is the quality of the work and the output of that execution that we're looking to achieve. That's what's important. I think, I think we get really caught up in feelings and I also feel like that has a lot to do with mediocrity, but beyond mediocrity, like if, if we're worried about the end result, then our our feelings to me have to kind of come second and, 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 Camaraderie, or sports team sportsmanship, or however you want to talk about it, that can help to facilitate better partnership. Because on the playing field, like we're all on the same level, are all playing for the same team. We all not getting bonuses if we don't make these numbers at the end of the year. So what are we gonna do to make sure that we feel paid and relaxed during Christmas
1: break? So the, the- oh,
2: wait. So um, I do want to make a point mm-hmm. since I agree with you. I agree. Like, I agree with. No, it
0: sounds like you're about to disagree. With
2: me. <laughs> I would probably get the ancient response, but like, but, <laughs> but <laughs> the great part of it is not necessarily saying it. It's the fact that you like everyone is like I've been to it. Like, you make your responses based on how you know someone. So, I've done this. I've met like another woman who. I know if I explained to her, if I was just open and whatever, it would hurt her feelings. But then there are other women who I can just be transparent and it doesn't hurt them. It doesn't, there's no reaction. But.
0: Isn't that a, isn't that a personality I, assessment and I, not a gender assessment?
2: I think what I, from what I'm gathering is it's not really if you guard what you say, it's just not knowing how to say it. Because if someone is not doing their work and they're not doing what they need to be done and they're passive aggressive and you don't say anything because you don't want to hurt their feelings, okay, but you still can address the problem. It's just how you say it. The fact that it's not being said.
0: But that's not about gender. That's just, that's, that is, that's why I said approach. that
2: fair because it sounded to me that it's like, oh, you're basing on what their reaction may be. Not
1: necessarily their gender, completely. But that's, and to her point, that makes sense. So, because part part of this is, is knowing culture, right? Right. Culture has a play in how you address somebody at work. So there are work environments where people say, yo, dude, you fucked up. And then there are environments where no one ever really acknowledges fault. You know, fault is just kind of it's acknowledged. We
0: all messed up, didn't we? Uh, right. That is my least favorite right. thing to hear. No, we. If right. I dropped the ball, tell me I dropped the ball. We not going to share this. You did it, and now we gotta fix it. Yeah. Let's be right. clear.
1: So, and, that's
2: why I said
0: that. And,
1: and, so, <laughs> and so, and so, like, and, and another. So it's it's culture, and then it's all said. I think we've talked about this before, where. I'm not just a man, I'm a black man. So the things that come out of my mouth are not coming out of a white man's mouth, they're coming out of a black man's mouth. So what could be construed as, you know, criticism from somebody else can be mistaken as aggression from a black dude. Mm-hmm. So right. that's 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 also part of it's it's me trying to trying to not necessarily piss off the woman or make her feel less than, but it's also me trying to um, sanitize my whatever to not cause um, a rift. Because to Kai's point, which is how would I talk to one of my, actually what you said was how would I talk to one of my boys if they were fucking up it's really not one of my boys, like because if it was, if I was like to like, dude, you fucked up. But even in the environment that I'm in, there's a good chance I'm not going to address a man like, dude, you, you fucked up because no one really talks to each other
0: like that. So you're saying you wouldn't if somebody on your team was causing an issue that wasn't. So you wouldn't address anybody on your team that was causing I
1: an would, issue. I would, I would. I would see, but the, but the thing is, like. There's so many factors. There's a a lot of factors.
0: Okay, but we're talking, we know what we're talking about. So we can actually keep it in the context of what we're talking about. And that conversation at the time was about her not being strong enough to be able to take the critique, not even criticism, but the critique that was necessary to get you guys to the end of that project. So regardless of if it was a best friend, we could say if it was just another man on the team, you probably wouldn't not even probably I'm telling you you wouldn't cuz I've seen you do it. You wouldn't have felt as bad to say, "What is this?"
1: Well, that's usually my response. The what the the what is this is usually my response. And really really where I start having issues is I like to approach things the way and the way that I approach things growing up with my parents, which is we don't even <laughs> need to get to the point where somebody needs to get in trouble. So, we're addressing these these things where, like, little things like, hey, you need to make sure that I'm in meetings. But, you don't. And then things go awry, and then we have issues. But, to Kai's point, um, I mean, it's it's a fault of mine. Like, it's, it's something that, and that's why I started off with saying, like, a, a lot of what's going on has to deal with men. Um, in my opinion, a lot of women' problems are problems that men need to fix. They're not problems for women to fix. Yeah, <clears throat> there are, there are things that women can be empowered um, over, but like it's a man's problem.
0: But I, okay, so yes, I do want to make sure that we are talking about. The partnership, though, because it's not even all about what men do to women. And I also do find that this conversation, when we do talk about gender specifics, it does it does always end up like all the crazy things men do to women in the workplace that make it so unbearable for us to work. And that's not fair because there are also like a lot of men out there out like I I wrote a post uh, the day of the march. It was like all of my all of my best man friends are feminists and womanists. My dad, even though he posted some really crazy stuff today, I had to check him about on his Facebook, and this is why you shouldn't give certain people over a certain age, and I know this is ageism, but it's my dad, so it's different. <laughs> you shouldn't be giving them access to Facebook like that. The, it, it's For me, it's the men in my family and the men in my inner circle that inspire me and motivate me and push me to be a better professional a better woman, a better friend, like, there's nothing that the people, the men that are close to me feel that I can't do that they can do. Although sometimes you guys should probably tell me to stop more often. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, it's, it's, more, it's so it's much more. fun, but still. <laughs> I, so so. with that being said, there was never a sport growing up that I I was told I couldn't play. It was, you need to make sure you play as hard as the boys. It, there was never... Um, a job that I couldn't do, it was, yo, you do this better than, if not just as good as the top dudes or the top dogs or whatever. So I think that there are a lot of instances, even in, even in work environments, there are a lot of men that mentor women. And it, and more often than not, even though a lot of people try to make it seem like every woman sleeps her way to the top, more often than not, these are platonic relationships where your male counterpart wants to see your your woman counterpart truly be successful and break barriers and vice versa women towards men and i don't think that we give enough credit to people that do stuff to that to people that act in that way so i i, I do want to make sure like i'm not man bashing you because as as a friend and i've seen you mentor young young women coming up in the industry like it's not to be like let's not lose sight of the fact that like you guys do make great partners and that the and that there is um there's equity in the friendship and business relationships between men and women in the workplace.
1: I don't even see it as man bashing. Like, um, I would rather I would rather you check me than Oh,
0: you don't gotta worry about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I, yeah, I don't I don't I don't see it as man bashing because if it's if the criticism or the response, whether it be sugar or, or salty, um, is coming from a place of truth and I did something wrong, then I did something wrong. And it is what it is. I'm not gonna argue with that. Um, so yeah, I don't I I don't see this man bashing. Into into the partnership piece, I think that you know, I can't credit my views on feminism on myself. It came from being checked. By multiple women across the board, where they're saying, "Yo, you're wrong. You ain't shit. Uh, get, <laughs> get your life together." Uh, and
0: you do listen.
1: I mean, because be, well, well, that's the whole point. Like, you can't be, you can't say that you respect women, and they say, "Well, dude, you hurt me, and you or you offended me," and you just kind of go, "Well, all right. Well, I don't think I did. Keep it moving."
2: I think you've reached a new. Like level of enlightenment. What? <laughs> yeah, there are men who, and I don't want to mandash, but there's a reality that there are men who support women in, on paper, and they, they, it goes to a certain extent. <laughs> it's like the same guys that, like, I supported you through March. I supported you in your promotion and whatever. And it's like, it's a weird dynamic.
1: I mean, there, I think there, there are. Levels to it, right? So, and and it, it it goes across the board. It's not just professional environments; it's also personal. So it's like you, it's a lot of my views aren't really from being checked in the workplace. They're just from being checked, like in real in, life. In real life, um, like even conversation. Like I was having a conversation with a woman about like rape culture. And like her views on that, when she was like, "Well, you said X, Y, and Z, so this is how you support rape culture. This is how you are contributing to it." When you heard someone say blah blah blah, you should have responded X like this. When you're in the room, like you should have said X, Y, and Z because said that. That person... Ivanka
0: Trump complicit fragrance. So
1: like, <laughs> if you're intelligent, then you take interactions <laughs> like well. Because smart is relative, right? Yep. So if, if if you're intelligent, then you take conversations like that and you start to compare them to the workplace, and you know you figure out ways to apply those same strategies. Where it's, what are you doing that's complicit to the problem? Complicit.
0: That that skit on SNL was everything. All a minute forty seven seconds of it.
1: Meanwhile, the irony is that. Scarlett Johansson is complicit with appropriating Asian culture.
0: Boom. I mean, I saw I saw that.
1: <laughs>
0: but hey, that's not that wasn't the conversation they were having. Okay, so a couple so a couple months ago we spoke about or I think it might have been my dope shit, um but Leanin.org along with McKinney and what are their names? McKinney and company released a large study about um women Basically, how women aren't progressing in the corporate world um, since they started the Lean In organization a few years ago, and some of the things that they talked about were how um, pretty much as uh, as people or as a set of people um, climb the ranks within corporations, the number of men uh, the number of men in proportion to women decreases, if you will. As you climb the ladder from entry level through C suite level. So, when you enter into the workforce, it's about 46% of women to 54% of men, so almost half ish. By the time you get to C suite, it's 81% men and 19% women. Um, they also noted how uh, men tend to win more promotions in comparison to their women, women counterparts they also noted that more men feel supported um through their journey with that with us having that information and i don't honestly think that we needed <laughs> i know i didn't need but i don't think that we needed necessarily these studies to show us that knowing that this is a reality and data actually shows this and we are aware that this is an issue what are some things that you guys feel or that that we feel that we can do um, as partners to better support each other through these now I'll give I'll give a what I feel is a failed example it was funny I like petty I like anything petty I like to snicker in the back of rooms and laugh at people sometimes because I am a virgo um, recently there was an app released in honor of women's History Month. Um, what was it called, man Basically, it detects when men are interrupting women. Um, with executions like that, I think that kind of misses the mark. But what are some empathetic ways I'd like to challenge us to think about that men can support women within the workplace and vice versa, vice versa, excuse me, that women can in turn also support men along their journey?
1: I mean, to get to the C-suite.
0: In general, I don't think everybody wants to get to the C-suite, just just really ambitious folks. <laughs> but in, like it doesn't have to be like along the path, it's in your everyday life, right? How can we support each other in our space right now? How can we support each other in the journey? How can we support each other when we're looking to cross over to do something else? I think there are many ways to be supportive, um, but we do need to have a conversation about what are we looking for out of our, uh, our, our gender counterparts.
1: I mean, so it's it's one, I mean, it goes back to listening and understanding like what the problem is, right? So you, men- you mentioned the man's interruption. I've heard so many women talk about being interrupted in meetings, saying things in meetings, and then a man repeating it like a couple minutes later and getting the credit for it. Um, I've heard so many women that I respect say it and women who I don't even know say it that I am hypersensitive to it. So the minute and what basically what what it's come to is I get interrupted by women and I just shut up. So because again, like this is this is the problem, right? So it's being aware of the situation because even just that little moment where and this is this is how things play out in my head, and maybe I'm too empathetic, but it's if you are a person who is not used to speaking up, right? You're a woman who's not used to speaking up, and you finally, and maybe this is sexist, you finally get the courage to speak up in a meeting, and then someone interrupts you, you miss the moment. Like you may not, ne- you may never speak up again for the rest of that meeting mm-hmm. and you miss your moment because i believe that as a woman like you should never ever sit in a room and not say anything when men are there because mm-hmm. if you don't say anything then you and you are just a fly on the wall they don't mm-hmm. respect you right so
0: or notice you i don't necessarily you, think it's no, always about you, right? the 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 immediate disrespect i also think like you can sit in a Disregard. conversation i mean, honestly you can sit in a conversation with three people and and feel like you're not you don't have the opportunity to speak. So it is important to say something. Right. Sneeze, damn it. Like something. Don't sneeze. <laughs> so, so
1: I mean I think I think the the best thing for a man to do in this partnership is to be aware of how he contributes to the problem. Just just taking um, taking responsibility for your for being complicit in the problem whether you knew you were a part of the problem or not and this is this is part of what we're dealing with with I mean between race relations between white and black people right so it's we didn't say that you had slaves what we're telling you is that you are part of a system that oppresses people and this is how you are part of that and this is how your actions in that system affect other people you being aware of the problem should, if you are an empathetic person, affect how you move through the system. Mm-hmm. And so to me, like, as a man, it's, it's understanding how my actions, whether in the workplace or personal life, affect the problem. And because I know that, that they affect the problem, I should alter the way that I speak or the way that I deal with women to not be a part of the problem. And it's never going to be perfect. Like, it's just, it is what it is. It's a, it's a case-by-case basis. And there may be something that offends Kai, that Kai told me to correct. And I may do it with the next woman and she may be offended. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a case-by-case basis. But I guess
0: I want to know how. I want to know actual things. So I think we always talk about it in the top level. Like, again, it goes back to that conversation we had about empathy. Like, you should mm-hmm. be empathetic. You should be understandable. What does that look like?
1: I mean, it's... It's, it's letting somebody speak, but it's not just letting somebody speak. It's hearing what they have to say, right? So it's – I'm a creative, so a lot of the times the relationships that I have are with other creatives, so a creative woman, right? Mm-hmm. So I know one thing about myself is I'm hella manipulative, right? I can
0: – You work in advertising. That's literally a requirement. But,
1: you know, it's <laughs> like, but like middle child manipulative where you – you say yeah, yeah. That's actually a good idea, but meanwhile in the back of your head you're saying this idea is not going to. I don't
0: it. think that's manipulative, at all. But continue. What do you call it? Yeah. If it's not if it's not relevant information, you don't have to use it.
1: But but if you're if you're <laughs> right, if you're doing you're it if somebody. you're doing if you're doing it to um, see what they do. No, not to see okay. what they do, but to silence them. Right. So, I see like
0: pacifying like someone. i had a like i had an
1: issue the other the other day with somebody where we were working on the deck and i took something that they wrote out of the deck without them <laughs> knowing that i took it out this of the is
0: deck. why you don't tell Violet. people you know to listen to the podcast and, and,
1: and this is exactly why <laughs> and she, she 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 got pissed granted
0: Yes. <laughs> it, it was, it was you picked the right one. That's all I'm going to say. You picked the right one.
1: The way, that, the way that I see words is all the words in this deck belong to me and all the visuals <laughs> in this deck belong to you.
0: So you're possessive and manipulative. Uh, so, um, Wonderful.
1: But, what, but to, to that point, what I'm saying is like there are these moments now where I'm like, what are you doing right now? You're being manipulative like you're 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 trying like you're not even listening to her like these are there are moments where I'm like I'm not listening to her I don't care what she's saying right now I don't think that she gets it
0: do you do that to men also yeah okay so (laughs) but but you so your assholeness (laughs) is is equal opportunity asshole like I don't necessarily think that's a gender thing what I do think is important what I do think is important for men to, to understand, or to do, rather, is when you hear a woman in a meeting say something that is worth people uh, hearing, to give that person that credit. To yeah. give that woman that credit. I think a lot of times it's, it's as simple as telling somebody, yo, that was actually a really good job. And not just because they're woman a woman, but because... No, you did a really good job and oftentimes actually somebody said it to me. Oftentimes like they don't get praise. Like people don't get praise. I think
2: give credit where credit is
0: give due. Give the credit where 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 it's due and to whom it's due. Mm-hmm. I think that is something that we can do to to execute on being better partners. I think another thing that one should do is actively seek out a person of the opposite gender to mentor. If you know that you have clout and equity in your organization, don't just look for the person that went to to your school or watches the same sports as you go to. Try to form a relationship with somebody that you would not even think in a million years you would have any reason to speak to that person, to that woman. Because that mentorship, what you're not understanding is that there's a confidence shift, Right. right, when in general and like you can you can compare it to dating or whatever there's a confidence shift when a person of another gender sees value enough in you to pay you attention now in terms of work i'm saying pay you attention as i want to help you grow mm-hmm. i want you to do something that you haven't done before and in order to do something that you haven't done before you have to you have to start learning things you haven't learned before speaking to people that you haven't spoken to before and and it's as simple as being included into another group of an, another circle or another group of colleagues that you're not normally invited into those conversations there's there's absolute value of going to bars as a woman and listening to a whole bunch of senior level or, or middle management men speak because now you know what they're talking about. There's absolute value as a man to go and sit at lunch with, you know, senior level women to hear to Simeon to your point to hear like the things that they are concerned about so that you can actually be a part of those conversations. Like to me, I think those are active things we need to do. I think understanding is great. But you have to do something with that understanding
1: but I, I think I think what' I'm, what I'm getting at I think everything that you're saying is legit like those are the things that apply when it comes to you know general talked about diversity right mm-hmm. but the, to me, the things that have the most value is the daily like what's happening in play because A lot of agencies have mentorship programs where you can pair men and women. Yeah, but we know those mentorship programs. And that's what I'm I'm saying, where it's I feel like what has the most value is what's happening while you're working, like changing how you work. Mm -hmm. Because you can take somebody out to the bar. That does not translate into them giving you an opportunity in the room or them listening to what you said in a meeting. Like, those are things that you actively have to do on a daily basis because everything that, yes. you, every, everything that you're talking about. Yes, you have, to, you
0: have to actually have, you actually have to understand and have a want to right. make change to do those because things. Can, I do think that the next step is, actually, is, is just as important because just, because just because Tom listens to me, if Tom doesn't go back and tell others they need to listen to me, they may not give right. a shit.
1: Because, like, you can put on your calendar, I need to take Susie to the bar when I go with the fellas. Yeah, and Susie goes. And Susie goes to the bar. But what Susie really needs is for people to, people in that office to see it here in the meeting. So, like you said, if somebody if somebody says something in the meet if she if Susie says something in the meeting that is of substance, whoever that ab- that man advocate is should acknowledge what she said in that meeting so that other people
0: I said bar because I also believe that that same that that same exchange you're talking about where they need to see value in what Susie is saying that also happens there like when you're willing to bring people into your your another part of your world mm-hmm. a more relaxed form of your world and you're also having that same dialogue and allowing giving that person a platform Excuse me to speak. To me, it's the same thing, and and honestly, I even think oftentimes it's a little bit more. Um, what's the word for it? Actually, works more. I mean, it's, it's more, more effective. effective. Yeah, yeah, it's more effective.
1: But I think, <laughs> I'm not I drinking. Think I, I'm think
0: just. Think. I just have water. But no, I do think it's more effective because it makes it allows people to see you. Without your Alicia Keys work clothes on, like sometimes.
1: What, <laughs> what Alicia Keys work clothes? I
0: know. I was like, no. You guys what? know exactly what I'm talking about. You don't, don't know my name. Stop With Her it. blazers. What
1: are
0: you You talking? don't know my name. She says she looks a lot different without her work clothes on. Oh my god! I didn't stretch <laughs> it. That's what she said. <laughs> no, but I,
1: I I hear you. I I think what it is, we're we're basically saying the same thing, and I think the the outcome or the conclusion is that it's a collective of things, right? It's not just one thing that's going to be the solution.
2: It's... As we find out with everything that we have right, like, about like inclusion. It's,
1: it's, it's taking Susie to the bar when you go to the bar. It's making sure that Susie's being heard in the meetings. It's not interrupting Susie when you're in meetings. It's making sure that if Susie... Uh, has an idea that Susie, get, Susie gets credit for her idea. Like it's, it's a collective of all of those things. Because the other thing is...
2: Susie better come with all these ideas that she's doing at these meetings.
1: I mean, well, this goes back to Kyle. Like, you, if you're leaning in, then you need to come with something you of, need to lean 100%.
2: Of, of
1: substance, right? So it's it's a collective of things that needs to happen. And every dude doesn't have the power to do all of those things. So if it's like levels, you know, what I'm saying like mm-hmm. me not being C-suite and nobody right. can assume being C-suite. Right. What I can do on a daily basis is making sure that I listen to Susie, making sure that I hear. Well, I don't know why she's named Susie either, but make, but like make it, <laughs> make. It. Do, you, do, do you we wanna want to give her? Do we, my do, right wanna, do we want? Sure do
0: we want? Do
1: we want to give? sure that. Do we want to give her you. a gender a gender <laughs> neutral name like um,
0: Ryan or like Ray? No. Ray Susie could be Susie. Rachel. Yeah. She could be Rachel. All
1: right, so Ray. Rachel. I mean, but but to, to me, it's, it's it's those little things It's like making sure that because those are the and, and the reason why I point those out is because those are the things that I found myself complicit in. Right. So it's 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 me like oh she's like talking and then I interrupt and okay okay.
0: What racist. about on the other side? Mm-hmm.
1: All right. A woman.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean. So to my point earlier of like me getting checked it comes from women like women need to call out men and, and not just not do it in a way where you and I I don't know how it's done because maybe it's just like the women that have always checked me have been like friends right so it's 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 women pointing out their Especially starting starting with your male friends, right? Pointing out when they do some fuck shit, right? Because the reality is, and I think I've said this to Kai, which is like, if we really want to talk about femini- feminism, um, then we also need to talk about the women who are complacent in misogyny. Because if you if you are in the room, if you're in the room and you are um, silent when misogynistic things happen or they're said, and that dude leaves the room and he goes, "This is fine, this is okay, right?" So it's what women can do is you, when you see it happening, you need to call it out. So if you are the woman in the room who's being heard, and people respect you, and you see that they're shutting down the other woman in the room, then you should say something. start
2: something. Say something. But here's the thing: so you talked um, all this questions for for
0: you, Sim.
1: Well, I'm my questions man. actually
0: are for you. Like, I actually want you to answer. I actually want you to answer. Like, how can women be better supportive partners in the workplace to men? It's not just about women to women and men to women. Like, I I think that it's really important I to talk about. Be. Like, how can we? How can women also contribute to helping men be better
1: partners? I saw. I saw. So the arena, but the, the yeah, day, like, the day, the, the day of the the women's. Uh, I
2: thought what, the question what, was for me. It, it is for
1: you, but I'm, I'm I,
2: I, <laughs> I was like, I, what? I'm I going on, on this
1: episode. I, I, I <laughs> interrupted you. Um, yeah, you still <laughs> continue. Um, the, the day of the March, not the, the what happened last week. The March, the Women's Day. It's I'm the not even answering day. you. <laughs> But I don't think was, she liked that you interrupted yeah, her. Yeah, I
0: really don't, I think I'm but, actually going to go ahead and give her this. Go ahead, Karina.
1: But she was she stopped talking
0: though. I can I breathe? Go ahead, Karina.
1: Okay, you going to breathe. I
0: forgot
2: about the question. I don't know what. what how can, you, what can how can women be better partners to men? Is that a question? Mm-hmm. On, let me think about this one. I've never thought about. <laughs> See which? No, no, now <laughs> no. Now I'm going no, 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 <laughs> <let me speak laughs> to hold you accountable. Go ahead. I've had great men male bosses that have supported me. Um, I think I've had three this whole time. So my maybe two all time? female.
1: That's no. what you mean?
2: No, because <laughs> I've had like both women and male bosses. So but in terms of support, to be honest, I've found more support with my male bosses than my female bosses. That's just me speaking honestly. The way that I can be a better partner is if I'm being called up to a challenge, then step up to the challenge. Like if I'm getting this this moment to talk into a meeting, to lead a presentation, whatever is to step up and just go for it. You if think- you if, if if the space is being allowed, then step into it. You don't have to second guess. I think at times when you are allowed the spotlight and whatever, then you start you know holding yourself back. You know, so you can take for instance, you can take Susie to all the bars and you can take her and meet all these people, and you can have her have go all these meetings stuff, but Susie has to step up and recognize the moment and go for it, otherwise it's pointless, and you, as an advocate will think, well, I tried it, even if you're a first time advocate, mm-hmm. tried it there and done
0: I also think that women can hold um understand when and where to hold men accountable and that there really isn't a limit but there's a respectful way to do it. I think we I think we all need to understand and I've said this in the conversation of race frequently. I think we all need to we all need to be willing to have the conversations, right? Like we can't just always run away from it like you don't get it cuz you're a man. No, I actually want to explain to you what it's like to be in an office that is run by men and like you want you know that you need to get the box of tampons refilled and you don't want to have the conversation, of, "Oh my god," so it's about to be that kind of week. Like, I'm going to explain to you that this is how that makes me feel and this is how I've experienced it before, and I'm just looking to you as my coworker, as my friend, as my partner to do x, y, and z. To help understand that I'm not trying to take away from the work, but I need this to physically be able to to manage and maintain my work, you know what I'm saying, or as a woman to also to also engage men in conversations that like I don't think you have to watch sports all the time I think if a man, like, if you don't like sports, like, a lot of times I find, like, women will shy away from having conversations with men about sports because, oh, I don't watch that. But men watch other things. There are other shows that you can talk to men about. There are other books. Men read things that you read. Newspapers, magazines, articles, emails. Like, there are other conversations that you can have with your male counterparts. And it doesn't have to just be like, oh, we're, we just won't have anything in common. Um, as well as holding yourself accountable to your point, to step up to the plate, but to also check yourself. Like, yeah. are you being too sensitive right now? Because that's a real thing.
2: That's
0: a real thing. Are, oh, well, I, that's for me, was a real thing. Am, do I just feel like nobody should speak to me right now? Like, I think that's also important as a better partner to also be able to hold yourself accountable um, internally for how you respond to to a constructive criticism. So are you holding other
1: women accountable?
0: Yes. But yes. But I, to this question, <laughs> this question, this is, how I want you, this is how I feel like women should, this is, this is how women should be better partners for men. I do think that women should hold other women accountable in general. I don't believe that I can't tell somebody that they need to do better. I think that there are definitely good ways, better ways to tell people to do better. But I, we had a conversation earlier about, in the context of diversity, when we do have these diversity groups and there are these cliques that run around, and a lot of time we see a lot of people that kind of skate through the process, and it's like, but you don't even know the basics of what it means to be in this industry, but somebody is vouching for you just because you're a diverse candidate. You like people like that are the ones that basically give the people out here that saying that say diversity is going to taint the the talent pool or make the talent pool less con- concentrated of talent That's not okay. You really have to tell if you're not if it listen, I'd rather you don't like me and I'd be the first person to tell you that you're not as good as everyone's saying you are and here's how, here's what you need to do to be better. And, and cause I understand it's coming from a place of love. Quite frankly, I'm not telling nobody that that shit is fucked up if I don't care about them because I really don't even want them to be here anyway. Right? <laughs> like, but that's real. Like that's real. if I, like if I don't care about you or I don't like you, why would I correct you?
2: That's very real.
0: And I, and why I take, why would I waste my time? Like that's not helping me. That's, if if I tell you something's wrong, that's helping you stay here because it's going to bother you. Right. You're either going to hate me and fix it or love me and fix it. Either right. way you're going to fix it because nobody likes to be told that they're wrong. You right? You see what I'm saying? So like as as women, we totally should hold each other accountable. We should be as strong and powerful as we say we are. And that's not going to be 100% of the time cuz men aren't strong 100 strong and right all the time 100% of the time. But we should hold each other accountable. Men should also hold other men accountable. I think the best men to teach other men how to not be sexist is men. Period. Because you can't say it's impossible because oh boy over here is doing it. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I got you. Yeah, interrupting. But um, not to
2: me. Really? But- You've been doing a lot. Are of- You okay? <laughs> Because like you're not s-
0: being a good partner. <laughs> um, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um,
2: no, I've been, I think the most heartbreaking thing is, um, in my experience, and this is not my current boss, so if they listen to the episode, it's not about you. Um, in the past, I've had people who were advocates for me and seemingly positive male advocates. But when it came down to it, it was only like two-dimensional, it was only face value. It was like, oh, yeah, speak up more or be in a meeting, but you're not really helping me. You're just doing it at a, at a half-assed level. Well,
1: what kind of help do you need? Right. I don't
2: really think – I think the, it's not really help. It's where in times that I actually felt supported. At, on a team, like it's times where I notice like if we have two people who are on the same level, one guy, one girl – and I find you supporting this person more, and I'm work and everyone's working their ass off. But you only care about the question of one person. I'm gonna tend to think like if I'm you're telling me I'm doing great, whatever. But it seems like someone else is getting more help or more attention or more support. I'm certainly gonna feel away, and especially if it's in someone of a different gender, mm-hmm. because I I my own fucked up bias is gonna automatically think, oh, you're gonna support someone who looks more like you, who probably has more common than you. And even though you're you, you are not mean or rude to me and you do support me, I do see the level of degree of support.
1: Okay, so high level, what do you need?
2: I don't need anything now at this point.
1: <laughs> but, like but back in, then, in, in, it in was the very
2: p- apparent at the end of the day, like, where the support lies.
1: No, but I mean in the, in the context of this this conversation and we're talking about partnerships between men and women. What is it that you need from other men in the context of this conversation?
2: It would I mean it would be support I, I don't know, it'd just be that. That's the only thing that comes to mind. If you honestly are here for me, then it's I don't know. Like I've never I, I think you, I think you do know.
0: I think you do know. I think you do know because you just said that, like, there was a conversation about speaking up, clearly not loud, more loudly, but more <laughs> so of, of, inter, of interjecting your input. Yeah, you I, know that that's something that you need to work on. So if that is something you need to work on, and people have said it, and you've taken it with a grain of salt, what would what could um, what could a male counterpart who is uh, comfortable being outspoken and assertive do to help you feel more? comfortable being outspoken and assertive.
2: Help me be more confident and supportive, I, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't really, the thing is, I don't really seek, if I need help with something, I don't really seek then first.
0: You don't seek what?
2: Like, I don't seek like a male kind No, no, first. you're not
0: seeking it and you shouldn't be seeking it, but if they, they like come home, to you and want to invest, what?
2: I would treat just like a regular person, like these are things that I want to work on. Same thing if a woman came to me and said, what are things that I, I don't
0: know, I don't get your question. Okay, so for me, one of the things that's really important for me is knowledge. So I'm, also, I'm always very appreciative when a male mentor comes to me with books or movies or topics of conversation that they have in their own circles of, of, of professionals. That I wouldn't necessarily be privy to and bring me that information so that I can digest it, so that down the intention is down the road, I will be able to take part in these conversations too It's almost for me if it's it it feels like getting access to a boys' club. it feels like being able to sit on the other side of a confessional listen listening to other people speak about things that I wouldn't have access to. Had it not been for you. And I'm always very clear about that. Um, Because. And not to say that I wouldn't have access to it. But I want to know. If I want to be in your place. If I want to be in David Sable's place. I need to know what David Sable knows.
2: Okay. yeah, You know what I'm saying.
0: And being willing to come forth with that information. Instead of assuming that I wouldn't care. Or be interested. Or understand. Because of whatever. And the same can go for race. But. For me, it's very important to have access to the same things that my male counterparts have access to. When I was younger, I watched wrestling because I wanted to know what the boys were talking about in school, okay? Like, that was the thing. Like, I wanted to be a part of the conversation. I watched Power Rangers, even though the girls were like, Oh, that's so aggressive, and that's not very of God, because I went to Catholic school. Because I wanted to have the conversations with the boys, so I can... I feel comfortable going between groups of men and women and having conversations at any time and any place because I feel like there's a place for me. I want to know what you know so that I can have those conversations with you. I
2: get what you're saying. I just don't, I guess when the first comes to mind, it's really where that position is no matter what the person's gender is. I don't I don't think gender, like, I don't put I put not that much weight be like oh, you're investing in you're a guy That's, it's like, it's great, but like for me, it's leadership. If I'm, if this person, whether male or female, is in a leadership position that I want to be in some on like one day, then I just go for it and meet them.
1: So you only see. So it sounds like you only see value in like a male-female partnership in the workplace if that male is senior.
2: If they're in a position that I care about, yeah. I've had. I mean, that's as fucked up as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that does. That is. That actually does sound like, fucked
0: up because then. How are you encouraging the, the men that are... Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you a scenario. If this leanin.org uh, study it shows that men progress more quickly than women, why would you ignore your counterpart that is statistically more capable of getting promoted and moving up the ladder than you? Why would you bypass their equity... In the workplace. How would
2: I, like, what do you mean by bypass their equity? They're not in a, like, I don't get it. Like, if I'm not in, interested in, it, let's say if I mm-hmm. had a chance to meet a mentor who's in an account position, because I'm an account person, mm-hmm. versus someone who's in a, who's in a creative position, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to someone who's in an account position because that's what I'm going for. Everything is literally against me as a black woman. Like, whether it's a man or whether it's a white, white man or woman, like, for me, at the end of the day, it's it's not really about like oh, I have to talk to you because you're different than me. It's like you are in a position, you have things that I admire. That's why I'm talking to you.
1: I think I think so. I, I, I get what you're saying because what you're what you're saying is you're you're looking at. I don't just where, don't
2: talk to somebody just to talk to
1: somebody. Right? No, but I, I because. What you're saying makes sense because you're saying, I want to get there, that man is there. That man. I want to get over there, that man is over there. So that is a man that I want to align myself with. If I'm going to align myself with man, I'm going to align myself with that man because he is where I'm looking to go.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. I think, so to my point earlier of, because I'm talking about partnerships, right? Mm-hmm. To my point earlier, if we're talking about change and it's not just for you, it's for the woman who's coming behind you Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be the only recipient of the goodness. Right. I think that you should also look at the dudes who are to your left and your right, because those dudes like myself, we technically become your advocates, right? Because no one just gets promoted. It's, we all know that there are sponsors, there are champions, there are people who prop them up. So and this goes to back to what we we're saying earlier like if we're in a meeting and no one's listening to you or what you said was kind of like, "All right, cool, somebody wrote it down on the board," but the dude who's to your left says, "Oh, that's actually a really dope idea." Then like it it has weight. I think there's
2: I'm not yeah. a complete asshole where it's like. I don't, like, I don't think. I don't, like,
1: think I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think you're saying that you're. I don't think what like, you're, don't you're saying is
2: wrong. On just because like someone, I just don't. I guess like the way it's like, do I just talk to people like aimlessly? Yes. Like just because. Yes,
0: and I'll tell you why. Because you're, so the conversation that we're having about being better partners, gender-wise, that conversation also goes for um, hierarchy-wise. Because, to your point, okay, you you want to climb the account ladder doesn't mean that a creative person can't help you get there. Just as you know, creatives... I'm if not it,
2: bypassing anyone. I'm not I just thinking you're bypassing. people. I,
1: like, I, think you, I think you're putting equity... Yeah. I'm only yeah. putting equity in people who are more senior than you. Right. When it comes to partnerships, when I think there there is there's equity in the people who are on your level and like even younger than you. And to Kat's point... And,
2: but you're making it sound like I ignore people.
1: I don't think you're ignoring them. I think,
0: I think there could be a better word. You, you, you said... You, I mean, your words were, why do I need to talk? I don't need to talk to everybody. That is what you said. Yeah, because okay. I don't believe... like Right, so that's nice that's what people. we're... No, no, yeah, we're not saying like, you're not being nice. We didn't say you're walking through like a total ice cream bitch face giving everybody the hand. <laughs> Nobody's saying that. I don't think, I don't think any no, of us internalize it, it that way. But I do think it is important to... I do think it is important to understand that everybody has an equity and going back to what we're actually talking about, my question is what do you need from men or what would you look for in in your male counterparts to help you succeed if you're saying nothing because you're actually looking for the senior people, then that's fine. However, for everybody else in the room, I think even somebody that if you're an account executive, a design, a graphic designer can sit in the room and, and be like, no guys, let's just know her. She's right. If you If you have a male designer that just started, a junior designer that just started, you as a woman that has been in the industry a year or two longer than that designer has been can say, hey guys, I actually think we should pay really close attention to what such and such is doing here. This is a really good idea because of X, Y, and Z. I think we can all support each other Regardless of gender, I think it's important for us more so to to support people who actually have nothing in common with you, whether that is rank, race, or gender, because that is how we are going to be able to transfer equity. And that equity is exactly what we're talking about in this conversation right now about who is more useful to me. You think it is important for us to find use, and not in a negative connotation, But in a positive connotation, it's important for us to find use out of everyone on our team because that is the only way we're going to value people if they are useful, if you make me laugh, if you have knowledge I don't have, if you are easy to work with, if you have a connection to an outside potential client. Like you have to, in order to value people, they have to be able to, to contribute to the success, period. So if we're not finding that, then we're not valuing the equity of our of our counterparts, team members, co-workers. I, I think I, I'm understanding
2: you, your question now, but I think what threw me off is what do I, I don't know because there's no other better way to put it. But like the part that says where you where what do I need? It's that's throwing me off well, on I a think, personal level. I, I but think, I think it's at the end of the day, if what would I like mm-hmm. support? If you're gonna support someone, support me 100 You're gonna support me like in the room, support me out of the room. Like, right. it's just that at
1: that point. I think I think the most th- a simple way to ask a question would be like we're partners, you and I. What is it that you feel like I could help you with in the context of Employment. If if all of us are working together to get to the same point where it's there's truly equality in the office, and you and I don't work together, but no, I think I that's that's, that's that's what but I'm getting talk, at.
2: Like, I get yeah, it. yeah. I think at the end of the day, I would want you to be as transparent with me then as if you were being transparent with me. Like, if you are going to give me feedback, if you are going to tell me something, if you want to communicate to me, just be transparent about it. Because if you're not transparent, how is anyone supposed to grow? Like, how am I supposed to grow? And that, to me, is a level of
0: support. Reminds me of another song that I really enjoyed growing oh up. This one from the legendary old Dirty Bastard. Ooh, baby, I like it, bro. Ooh, baby, I like it, bro. Ooh, baby, I like it, bro. Okay. You're real corny today. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you're a, you're real corny I today. Transparent feedback. <laughs> to I'm just really excited to be home and like not outside tomorrow. Just let me live. Why can't I be happy? This is Trans- me. I'm Trans- I'm not excited about being. This is me. Th- that was that, was that was that was transparent <laughs> feedback. <laughs>
1: No, I think I think it's I think that's legit, and 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 you know, in in my personal journey to being uh, a feminist of sorts, I think that that is something that I probably need to work on, which is, I guess, just sounding like it is. Because
0: I keep be trying to tell you, level. I appreciate your transparent feedback. What? I would be appreciating your transparent feedback. I want you. Because I know you, you. But but, but to
1: to, to the point, like I I know that you can take it.
2: But
1: do, do you hold feedback to me then? Yes. <laughs> 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 the Hell yeah. No, I think we had a transparent conversation a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, about
2: That's just something new.
0: Have you known Karina for more than those couple weeks ago? Yeah. We're all works in progress. It's totally. We're fine. all works in progress. We're all works in progress.
1: I think you've gotten better at taking feedback.
0: Thank you.
1: You've been. You've been. You've been. You and just roll your eyes. No, I'm not rolling. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Kind of I'm, words. I'm no, thinking. I'm thinking of a good word. No, you've you've definitely been more about your shit. Oh, thanks, friend. Like,
2: I've come to
1: a negative to a positive. No, it's positive.
0: Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> all good. What? She said,
1: oh, "Come on." I <laughs> Sorry, she I wasn't went listening. went from to
0: negative to positive, oh, and right. it's all good. You did. Yes. Yeah. That's three songs in one episode. <laughs> You gotta give me some credit. There's a whole Spotify playlist for this right now. All right, shout out to Spotify. All right, so let's close out, right? We talked about being better partners. We talked about ways to be better partners. Any final thoughts?
1: I mean, I I think that in I know what I know what I can do as far as like partnerships go um definitely my interactions with women can be improved I think we hit on a few of them today. I think the the main thing that that I'm trying to do um moving forward is it's more so check men because I think that's that's where that's where I think I'm, I'm the most complicit <laughs> um because those those are the conversations that happen when women aren't around, whether it's professional or it's, you know, personal, like those those conversations are where the fuck shit happens and a lot of times a lot of men just kinda like yo, the conversations are funny. <laughs> so like it's it's if we're if we're being transparent, like that is where my personal journey is where it's like, all right, cool. Like getting to the point where you are where I'm not complicit in those moments, and I, and I am strong enough because I think it's, it's also like a, a matter of like person to say like, yeah, that's fucked up. Don't say that. Don't do that.
2: <laughs> well, don't do that. Be- have some more because contextuality to it. Yeah, because like, I do that too. But I think. With oh, another personal day, personal episode. Um, just be more welcoming to more transparent feedback. Ie really Your male counterparts. And be more supportive
1: or more open to people who do not look like me. Don't disregard us, don't Karina. Dis- I don't
0: disregard.
2: I was you. personally offended. <laughs> I, mean, I feel personally offended. I was
1: ad libbing. I was ad libbing. I was ad libbing.
2: <laughs> but yeah, but be more open and just. I think that's it. Be more open, be more accepting, and, and go out and just be more out there for me. Like,
0: get out there. Yeah. I'm just Are you not- laughing at you. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, Karina, everything's not about you. <clears throat> oh! So to that point. No, to that point, I think. Um, I think those are all good points. I think we touched on everything. Um, I, I I would like to give another and final shout out to all. Like, I know a lot of great guys that do speak out on behalf of women. I would like to see more women speak out on behalf of men. Um, I think... I think we take for granted a lot, like what we learn from our brothers, our friends, our fathers, our uncles, our teachers. I was having one with the other now. I looked back in um, my high school yearbook and I forgot, like, how many male teachers support. Like, the the sign off was, I can't wait to see what you do in the future with your career and, like, speaking about future success. And a lot of, and I, I, obviously I don't think that it's anything intentional, but a lot of like the women teachers, who talked about how much it was a pleasure to have me in their class. Like, you're so great here. Oh my God. But the men wanted to see me do better. And I took that to heart because it's like, when we talk about women's month and when we do speak about women's rights and the intersectionality of, of black women and, and women's rights and, um, We work together with our male counterparts, we can't do it alone. Like otherwise, like I say it all the time, we're just gonna be preaching to the choir. But to gain support, you have to give support, right? So if you want men to check each other on behalf of you as a woman, you need we need to check each other when there when we are there's blatant male bashing. Like I think there's a difference between having a conversation about what's right and wrong, and a conversation about it mm-hmm. ain't shit. Like, there <laughs> well, clearly some in our shit because we talk to some of them, and we keep dating a whole bunch of them, and you ain't turned, like you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we need to speak positivity into into our male you know, co- counterparts, and we need to thank them and be grateful. We should, as we should be grateful when they do speak on behalf of us the same way um, we want them to be. Thankful when we're speaking on behalf of them. I think we should show each other appreciation. I think we should check them, like Simeon said, when they aren't being their best and let them know that you can be better because you know they can be better. And also be very clear about what you need from them in the workplace. I need you to do X, Y, and Z. I want you to teach me about this. I want to know more about that. I need you to let me know when I'm not being my best X, Y, and Z. Like, Let's not just say, because I'm a woman, you need to you need to just treat me right, because then that's just as bad as being expected to be home, barefoot and pregnant and just cooking in the house. If that's not what you want to do, then you need to speak up and tell these men what you want them to help you do to be your best self. I appreciate you too.
1: Oh thank you. I try.
0: You could be trying give be failing sometimes, but you be, you be trying most of the time, and that's what's important. That's what's important. So, with all that, thank you guys for listening. I think this is episode 21. Right? Oh, no, we're legal.
2: <laughs> we're totally legal. <laughs>
0: I'm going to have all the drinks tomorrow. But no, thank y'all for listening to episode 21. Like I mentioned earlier, you can reach out to us on episode, um, you can reach, out, not on the episode, you can reach out to us on um, Instagram and Twitter, AskMixedCompany, as well as reach out to us via email to give us your complaints, shade, Comments, congratulations, courage at askmixedcompany at gmail.com. Um, we'll talk to y'all in a couple of weeks. Peace. Bye. Yeah. Bye.